0: This is a Making a Musical podcast, Saturday Short. I'm Jacqueline Thrapp, joined by Darren Cementina. Welcome again. Howdy. So, you heard him on Thursday, now it's Saturday. He came back because he has something to tell you. I do. It's all about the public theater. You work for The Public, which is one of the most iconic and prestigious off-Broadway venues mm-hmm. in Manhattan. Now, I want to <laughs> learn everything about it, and I know you can't share everything because I'm sure... You know, that's a lot. I don't know. I don't know if they'll get mad or something. But I do have a few questions. And the first question is, what do you do there?
1: I am an, well, I'm an usher currently. Um, I started over the summer as an usher ticket taker for Shakespeare in the Park um, because the public also operates the Shakespeare in the Park season that happens every summer. Um, And I was actually hired on because a friend of mine worked for them last year um, and he couldn't work for him this year, and there was an application they posted on, their I'm assuming their website, uh, and he sent me the link. I sent it to another friend, and we both got hired, and they haven't been able to get rid of me since June. That so.
0: sounds so competitive, though, right? It,
1: there was, uh, like, it's, you'd be surprised. I really wanted to work in a theater space as an usher since I moved here, and it's hard, it's hard to get there. It's hard to find the applications, and then when you find them, a lot of people put in for them, because, um... Working in a theater, the uh, well, for front of house anyway, your schedule is very flexible. You make your own schedule. Hmm. So making your schedule, it's a free-for-all. Every Monday at typically noon, they post the schedule, and it's just a mad dash on your phone to grab whatever shifts that you need for whatever specific day as quick as you can. And if you get it, cool. If you don't, sucks, but <laughs> that's, that's just how it goes.
0: That's actually really nice. Yeah. So I like me, that I'm that really good
1: much. at clicking, so... Last week, I picked up everyone's shifts that they were dropping. This week, I'm working every day other than today. Well, not, yeah, yeah. Other than Monday, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you were doing Shakespeare in the Park, Mm -hmm. which is already, like, really highly competitive to get into. This year was Hercules, right? Oh, yes, it was. How was that?
1: Hercules was so good. I I just need to say, like, Shakespeare in the Park, like, I love working for the public in general, but working at the Delacorte Theater is probably one of the best gigs I've ever had, and I think that's why they hired me to move downtown is because I literally just kept saying, like, I love working here. Like, not even to kiss butt, I just, I loved working there because, for starters... This was just a little thing but i appreciated it so much the start of our shift we would get there at six or seven o'clock and be sitting pre-shift in, in in the in the stands um and the sun would just be setting just as we were having our pre-shift so the sky would be this this beautiful color right behind us and it was always perfect for this beautiful picture and it made the entire theater space look great um, and it was just awesome, but then you get to shows like Hercules, where the Shakespeare shows already, like, do well enough, but Hercules, because they had to do the ticketing thing, we'll get to that in a second, but, like, the ticketing situation for Hercules was different than they normally do, um, and it was packed to the brim every single show, um, so for
0: those of you guys oh. who don't know what Shakespeare in the Park is, uh, it takes place in Central Park, mm-hmm. and it's
1: free. 100% free.
0: But the lines, when do these lines start? They like, start... I hear sometimes there was one show that like people waited in line for a week. Is that true? That's... Not this one.
1: <sighs> that's, I mean...
0: Old shows show.
1: Um, I I feel like that's a myth.
0: <laughs> okay, that's wrong? Okay. I feel
1: like that's a myth.
0: What do, when do they usually start lining up?
1: The lines, so the only way you can get tickets are like from... A lot like a mo- uh, online lottery, or from physically waiting in line early in the morning. I think the box office opens at like nine or ten a.m., but like people can line up whenever the park opens. I don't know when Central Park opens. I know it closes at like midnight. Okay, because um, I heard
0: on a podcast, it okay. was the stuff you should know podcast. Now is my memory's coming back. Okay, they it was for a really big big show a few years ago with all of these a listers. And or something like that. Okay. And then what they did is they lined up at six p.m. the night before, but then the park closed. So then they made them all go in a line and wait outside. And then when the park reopened, that same line then re-entered.
1: Honestly, that probably is true. Uh Does that yeah, happen? That 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 I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case for some people for Hercules because the lines for Hercules were insane, um, and there wasn't like a physical line for Hercules. They only did a lottery for tickets for Hercules, a mobile lottery through Today Ticks. It was still free, but you—that was the only way you could get it. So I don't it, like that. It, it made it more fair because the demand for Hercules was so high. So scalpers and like everyone would snatch tickets right away if they did it the more tradi- the way that we do for all the other shows. Um, so lottery was the only way to make it fair. It made it a hassle, but if I didn't work there, I definitely wouldn't have been able to see it period
0: because <laughs> i'm i'm a big fan i like have never won any lottery ever no me so neither i'm a big fan of like getting up early standing in that line Yeah, and it's part of the ticket. experience
1: of seeing a show at the delacorte is like go, getting up early waiting in line to go get your ticket um because it just makes it worthwhile when you finally get to go see the show right um but people waiting overnight having to leave the park and then come back in the next day Honestly, that probably was true.
0: It's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that's what I heard. And I was like, that is insane because I've never seen a show there. So then you moved downtown. How many shows have you seen so far?
1: I have only seen two. I've seen The Michaels and I've seen For Colored Girls. Um, I will, by by the end of the week, I will have seen them all. Yeah. But I've only been able to work two of them.
0: Okay, because they, those runs are like three months or two to three months. or.
1: Um, it depends on the show. I know like Soft pa- So the shows there and right now are for Colored Girls, The Michaels, A Bright Room Called Day, and Soft Power. Um, I think each of the shows had gotten an extension, and I think a few more are eligible to get more extensions depending on audience demand.
0: Do you know what that demand has to be?
1: I do not Mm. um what
0: what you've seen like the shows that get extended do you have a good feeling like if you had to guess the capacity for a show to get extended i'm asking for me not at the public just in general i just want to know
1: i think you have to have a consistency of sold out houses for like like for like at, at least a a cup, like a week or two, for them to be like, okay, this is a popular show, and then it also helps if the show has gotten like critics' pick or something like that. So then people will be more inclined that have been waiting to see from the pu- uh, public eye or critic um, reviews how a show's been doing. Then they'll go see the show because not everyone just goes to see off the bat in case they don't like it. Um, that also influences if a show is going to get extended or not. It's hit or miss, depending. Um but so far all the shows right now are running till like beginning to mid uh December. Um and I think Soft Power closes today Saturday. Yeah.
0: I tried to a long time ago when I was looking for theaters, I tried to get Good Morning New York like in there. But Ooh. it's but it didn't. That doesn't work. Because they they pick shows that go in. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like rent a theater but they don't have theaters yeah, to rent.
1: It's not like that.
0: Because they produce their own stuff. But mm-hmm. I did hear rumor has it as of two years ago that the artistic director at the public every Monday at six PM holds a playwriting something where if you have a play you can go to the public at six p.m. on Monday. This is what I heard two years ago, and then like they can, this artistic director can like give you feedback, or if you have help, need help for something.
1: That could be true because Mondays I think are the off, are the off day, because um, like I could have been I could have been working, um, but like there's like this spe- I think they have like special events on Mondays other than Joe's Pub and whatnot, um, but. That could be true. I rarely see the artistic director, but when I do, he's always doing some kind of... He's shuffling around everywhere. That mm. place is... The public is so huge. Because I, I always
0: wanted to go, but I never, like, had the confidence to show it to the public. Art, public's artistic director, so I never went... So I don't know if it's still happening. As of two years ago, every Monday for, like, six months, I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna hmm. go. And I never ever went
1: i can try to find that info out
0: i'm not gonna go but yeah find it out and then let let people know and then i'll share that on instagram because i'm not gonna go obviously because the musical's written but speaking of things that i'm writing i do want to drop a little bombshell for our saturday short
1: listeners Oh, here we go i haven't even heard this yet
0: so i was on a plane um to spain
1: what a life what, what, a, a, what a yeah great what a life.
0: life what a rhyme huh good rhyme <laughs> So, right before I went to Spain, I had um, some drinks with my friend, and I was like, Yeah, I might just like produce other people's stuff from here on out. And then my friend said, No, stop doing that. You just keep writing your own stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I got inspired to write something on my little plane ride, okay. my like round trip 16 hour plane ride. Because <laughs> I went to London, then Spain, then London, then, then the US. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wrote 45 pages. Of a new musical.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. she have a name?
0: Yeah. She has a name. I don't know if it's a good name. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the name. And by the way, though, when I say it, that makes it public and an announcement. So mm-hmm. therefore... Considering I'm putting it out there, the copyright for the name is mine because this is a public platform and copyright counts if you announce it in a public way. Boom. So this is public. You can't steal my name. Back off. And if you do, like, good, good luck with your little play. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Don't take my name.
1: I'll hunt you down and fight you.
0: So the play, musical, the musical, Ooh. is called Irish Thanksgiving. Yes. Mm-hmm and it's going to have i don't know if the word irish music is the right celtic
1: okay yeah i think celtic is with right. a little
0: rock like irish rock music a
1: celtic rock musical
0: and i've been i have some songs written and some lyrics i also have like the books pretty bad like i gotta figure out what it's about i'm not gonna tell you what it's about yet it's um my pitch is not formed, except <laughs> it has something to do with Celtic rock, Irish rock. I'll have to also have to learn how to say it. What, what kind of genre it is? Anyway, it's about Irish Thanksgiving, and next Thanksgiving, I plan to put it out there.
1: Ooh, heck yeah!
0: Yeah, there you go. So you got you're the first one to learn about my new musical. And I'm not saying it's going to be good. I'm not even saying it's going to be off-Broadway. Oh,
1: it's going to be good because it's coming from you.
0: Oh, well, that's so sweet. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. I don't even, like, currently the only one on board is me. And so I don't even know how it's going to sound or what it's going to be or yada yada. But after Good Morning New York wraps, I have plans for Good Morning New York after that. And on top of that, Irish Thanksgiving is coming next Thanksgiving.
1: Heck yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So it'll be a musical. So get ready guys. Boom. Round two.
1: Hey. But now
0: I'm leaning into that because that relates to the public because um it takes place in a bar. Okay. <laughs> and Joe's pub First off, I've never been to Joe's Pub. It's a nice Second spot. off, how do you do people just pitch shows and get it in to Joe's Pub? I
1: I okay, so Joe's Pub is in the same like building as the Public, but like my department front of house doesn't operate with them. Mm-hmm. But from what I gather, I think booking with them is similar to like any other uh, cabaret concert venue. Where like you go to their website, I'm assuming you look up their booking manager's email. and I think you email them like the thing you want to do and they give you the yay or nay type deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it goes. Do people have like, can they do a series of shows or just, is it just one? one I'm pretty day? sure that it's there's a series because people have residencies there. I know friends that have um, like residency, re- residency, residency shows there that like they do it once a month or they'll come back like a year later or something like that. Um, if it's like popular and it does well, yeah, absolutely. I think that could work.
0: Because I have to do Irish Thanksgiving. It doesn't have to be at a bar, but like a majority of it takes place at a bar. Right. And I need to do it in a space where there's alcohol and it would be cool to do it in a, like a Joe's pub. I think it would be good for that. And if not, I'll have to find a different theater and then I'll have to build the pub. I just I want to build a pub. You know? Yeah. Just so want it to be there. But either way, it's um I want it to be like a two to three week theatrical experience.
1: That'd be dope. That's unique. I don't think anything really exists like that right now.
0: So, public theater, what are the questions you always get?
1: So <laughs> well the questions I always get are can you give me free tickets? <laughs> and can um, you? So so if you were to approach me or a member of the front of house team, and you want tickets to see a show, whether it be for Shakespeare in the Park, mobile unit, um, or shows at the, at, at the public itself. Us front of the house people get tickets to everything. We have tickets to see anything and everything. Um, one of the few perks that we do have, um, other than just working and seeing it by default. But the purpose of giving us tickets to everything are for us to give them away to people. Oh. Um, so, like, first, sh- I learned that for the park, where you're seeing the show regardless because you're working it, because once you sit people down, typically, depending on the position that you're stationed in, you're facing the stage, and you're just looking out to make sure people don't have homes, but otherwise, you're watching the show for free, um, and so they give you, uh, for the public, um, for me, I have two free tickets I can give away, and then two
0: Daily or just total? like
1: total for that production, Got like it. two tickets per production, and then two twenty dollars tickets per production. Hmm. Whereas tickets normally are typically one hundred fifty dollars. Like people mm-hmm. ask me, like, do you see any celebrities there? Oh like yeah, you see celebrities very often. Can
0: you name all the celebrities you you've seen?
1: Um, frick. Most of the celebrities that I saw were over the summer. Um, seeing Hercules, I saw in one night Ben Platt. Oh. Andrew Lloyd Webber and Lin Manuel Miranda, all of the same production of Hercules. Um, Annalia Ashford came to see Hercules at one point. Um, this I forget his I forget the actor's name. He's in uh. Do you watch Brooklyn Nine Nine?
0: Andrew Sienberg? Sandberg?
1: No, oh, the uh, the no. the the chief. No, I
0: don't know.
1: He's the black actor, the 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 cranky one. He's always he's always cranky. Um, he he came to see uh Much Ado About Nothing um with danielle brooks which was the first show this season which was awesome and if you didn't get to see it they recorded it for pbs um mm. and it's going to be airing i think this week or next week actually um first so... little
0: mermaid and now that
1: mm-hmm. but this is actually <laughs> good <kidding>. though <laughs> oh did gosh, i say the little mermaid. Mm-hmm. i don't work for that station so i can say what i want Little mermaid sucked. uh anyway um but what was all
0: the celebrities you've seen you saw Um, jake gyllenhaal
1: recently i saw jake gyllenhaal and jessica lang at um the michaels um 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 and there was a i don't know the name of this show and i don't know the actor's name people just kept referring to me his character's name richard greenleaf in a show i don't know uh he was at for colored girls the other day and also celebrities get cast in these shows all the time like sasha allen's playing the woman in blue in for colored girls but yeah the public's cool
0: yeah The public is cool Mm -hmm. i'm a big fan me too quite a big fan i think theater in general is pretty cool
1: absolutely even if you're not like directly performing like i like being in the space like that because you're just around all this this professional theater full of people doing what they love with people watching people do what they love and it's just it's awesome
0: now for those who did not listen to thursday's podcast but this podcast Darren is in Good Morning New York.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just yeah.
0: If you didn't know.
1: Yeah, I'm part of the show. I'm the male swing and in the ensemble. I'm going to be on the stage a lot and I have a lot of homework to do. <laughs> yes,
0: and we just found out that you are a bartender in the show.
1: Yes, I do not have to participate in the tap dance because I don't know how to tap. So I'm not mad about that, but I'm also, you know, I'm just content with the outcome. I'm happy to pretend to mix some drinks or mix real drinks. Who knows?
0: You have some lines in that, too. Oh, I do. Yeah. So get ready. Mm -hmm. We're not sharing it. Oh, and one more thing while I'm on it. Now, we're recording this on a Monday. This is going to air on a Saturday. So I'm pretty sure by the time this comes out, we're going to have our Good Morning New York songbook available for sale.
1: Ooh, dope! Yeah, yeah, Heck yeah. So
0: I'm gonna have a big announcement on my Instagram. I might have already had one because you're listening to this on Saturday. But we have a songbook. It's a great Christmas present, and you can sing along to our songs mm-hmm. before we open off Broadway.
1: They, the like, and some of the songs are like perfect for excuse me for like cabarets and auditions, y'all. Like these songs slap; they're really freaking good. So get the songbook. I like them.
0: Thank you. Buy our songbook. Go to goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. and thanks for coming on the podcast.
1: Absolutely, thanks for having me.